Welcome to this new episode and today I'm talking about presence. Um, to be honest, it's been a while since I, I wanted to make this episode and I've been waiting, waiting so long. You know how procrastination is my first enemy and maybe yours too, especially when we have to unveil uh, our truth and to really dare to share intimate things and what is more intimate than presence welcome to life creative process i'm marion dorval hybrid artist singer songwriter poet and teacher in this podcast let's explore the intimate weavings between life and art so i will try to to be present and I must say that it's both a challenge and a cure. For the very first time I'm doing this episode without quite any notes. I mean, um, as you may hear, I'm not an English native speaker and my accent isn't perfect. I'm struggling with words sometimes. So this exercise is really good for me because it it brings me to my very true naked presence. And if you love languages like me and if you have some skills in one or two foreign languages without being fluent, I really want to invite you to try to take some time to think for yourself and speak aloud about your present topics, about what is uh, shaking in your heads and to do it in this foreign language and you will see just like me right now that you think differently and you are really brought to awareness because that's it I mean I, I can't speak French right now so I have to take care of each word um, to be sure that it makes sense but it's also a good way to um, not making too much stuff around my words which is something I tend to do when I speak in my native language and this is really a meditative practice. So thanks for your presence, dear listeners. And thanks for your awareness. And thanks for your kindness toward my, my try. Um, I've been thinking that presence is or should be the most natural way of being as we are alive 
and even dead but um, that's another subject but it's just funny and also very paradoxical that we have problems with being present at times we would like to be more present more aware and at times we would like to escape because life is so intense feelings are so hard we are struggling with emotions uh, with people and we don't want to be here but the fact is and the thing is we are present at every moment in every way in every place and I've been thinking about it and also I've been feeling about it so so much this last month um, there are so many ways of being present but we are only taught to be present by doing and less by being you know was I was remembering um, the kind of presence that I was asked to to give when I was a kid and thinking about school <laughs> you know all these uh, painful memories um, I'm sure that you can feel it too if you think about it uh, I'm sure you can remember if, especially if you're an introvert person about how harsh it is to be at school and being um, told that you should be more present by raising up your hand by talking by speaking and this is so hard because you don't dare because you're shy because you you feel threatened um, I've always been qualified as someone shy and discreet and that was so unfair to my mind because of course I gave all the aspects of someone who don't who doesn't dare who is afraid um, who don't want to make trouble and of course there was a part of it but mostly I didn't know what to add to what was being said or I didn't want to be the one who would always raise her hand up because I quite always had the right answer um, this was hard and I really hope that um, for the future pupils won't be asked anymore to be present by talking um, or things like that 
And I know it's important. You, you, you can't share your experience. You can't learn without speaking, talking. Uh, but basically, being um, being judged upon that is not enough. It's not fair. It's not true. And we got so much to learn from each other. And it, it can be so great when we make room for both introverts and extroverts without you know, opposing things and opposing people and there are times when in classroom we need introverts, there are times when we need extroverts and as a as a former teacher I've always been trying to first of course to, to make to make sure that children would be at ease in the classroom even if they are shy, even if they don't um, feel, you know, good um, in the in the scholar subjects, and the way we behave towards children is quite significant. It always reflects on how we behave to ourselves, how kind we are to ourselves. So when we admit that someone is not ready to speak or that someone wants to speak, there, there is no place for judgment. There is just a recognition of the way uh, this kid or this being wants to be present at that time. And so now I've got to concentrate on <laughs> the subject of being present and not uh, escape in this uh, school memories. But um, it was really important to me to share about it. Um, learning to be present is is I think it's a it's a life purpose. It's what we have to experiment. And growing old, um, I finally accept the fact that I got the right to be present even if it's discreet. I got the right to be present even, even if my presence is, is not really the same as the other's one. And maybe you can relate uh, with what I will share now. Maybe you too feel that you are not recognized. And maybe sometimes you feel invisible. And you've got people around you that seem so charismatic, so open, so extrovert. And, you know, this kind of people that have always many people around them that don't care about um, what they say, what they do, how they act. And of course, that's an illusion. That's not the truth. That's just how we represent the way they, they, they are. Um, and each one has his, his ways of, of behaving in society. And 
it's so easy to feel nothing or to feel invisible um, next to people like that. But the funny fact is that, you know, we are living in a, an ecosystem and each one of us has a place. And sometimes we forget it and we think that if we are not there physically, if we are not present, nobody will notice it. And I, I found myself so many times, so many times, concluding that not being there didn't change anything because whether I was there or not, nobody would notice me. I wouldn't speak, I wouldn't talk, or I wouldn't talk enough, or I wouldn't say the right things, you know. But that's that's false, that's an illusion. Not being there was changing the movie, was changing the situation, maybe in a very, very subtle way. But uh, just as I said, we are part of an ecosystem and one without the other, it, it, it's not the same, you know. And we are so unaware of the presence we bring in the world. We are so unaware of it. Because we think that we should talk, we should speak, we should take some place, we should be seen. Um, and of course the first presence is the presence to ourselves. And I think this is the biggest, hardest, uh, most exciting and most important thing. Being present to ourselves and knowing the presence we want to build into a very, very intimate place. Uh, I mean, with me. How do I want to be present with me? What kind of person do I want to to be with me? And this is building a presence. And being silent can be being present. Unless if you feel uh, limited by it, unless if you feel um, not at ease with it. Of course, I, I don't want to say that um, feeling anxious of speaking or feeling afraid of saying silly things, etc., and feeling afraid of being judged when you talk is is just nothing. Of course, it's it's painful, but. What I learned and what I feel right now is that when you feel security, when you're at ease with yourself, when you know what your presence is in this very deep, lonely moments with yourself and with nobody else, and when you can taste and feel this presence of you with you, then you can bring it into the world and you don't feel afraid anymore of being silent, you know? And then you can maybe, um, maybe experiment 
what what is sometimes being said that um, introverts are people that don't speak much, but when they speak, what is said is really true or important. Yeah, maybe that's the case, but maybe we can also joke and talk for nothing, you know. Small talk is not a bad thing. It's everything. It's just a matter of, of balance and feeling free to be silent um, as feeling free to speak about everything or nothing. I just take a pause because um, I also remember that presence is so much correlated to me, to the breath. That's why being present should be natural because when we breathe in and when we breathe out, um, to me it's just like remembering I'm in the world. I, I let the world come into me, come into my lungs, come into each one of my cells. And breathing out is, I let myself go into the world. So, it's, it's this uh, movement, this, you know, reciprocal movement of in and out, here, there, um, and maybe life and death. Breathing in. It's life, breathing out is letting go, dying, um, maybe escaping from the world for two seconds. And so the silence is such a presence. The silence speaks so much. I don't know if this is um, natural to other people, but you could share in the comments uh, below if you can relate the silence is so noisy sometimes and it's sometimes so much rich of words and feelings and everything comes in the silence and th this brings me to also speak about um, all the, the things, all the beings that we can we can feel around us, because physical presence is, is it's just one very specific way of being here and now. But the presence is not limited to here and now. The presence is just to me. It's just awareness. So. Awareness is, when it's pure, it's, it's just infinite. It has no limits, no space, no time. So therefore, we can experiment the presence of, of beloved ones or whether they are dead or far, whether they are humans or not. Um, there are so many presences around us. And well, this is a 
kind of a, an intimate sharing. <laughs> but it's also so natural. And sometimes I, I'm not at ease with the way this is, um, this is said around me. Um, people want to to talk about, uh, you know, extrasensorial perceptions and um, animals, creatures, etc. And of course, every, everything, everyone is present at any time. Uh, but as as for me, I don't um, oppose oppose it to human presence and physical presence. I mean, it's it's a whole world and we navigate through it and we can be present present in in the hearts present in in our feet and we can feel the presence of someone just by thinking just by our vibrations but that doesn't mean that um, other kinds of presence are not valuable you know what I mean um, I always try to make things together so what I share here is, is is quite mixed and everything is welcome. I think that's what presence is. And talking about being authentic and vulnerable, that's how I feel at the present moment, just talking to you right now. But that's also what makes me so joyful and wanting to share more about this and wanting to really go for it. Um, it's been a while and I just wanted to talk about uh, two books that I read recently. And the first one is Radical Friendship by Kit Johnson. And she's a meditation and Buddhist teacher and this book is, is really so, it's, it's so tender. Um, yes, it's so full of kindness and, and, and truth. And what I liked in this book is the way she talked about um, her practice, her personal practice and how she weaves her practice with her daily life and that's what seems the most important to me talking about um, you know personal engagement spiritual path and just um, being on your path being on your way and trying to to be one to be one presence um, and I just wanted to to share one one particular story that she wrote. Uh, she talked about her roommate and how she she went away from many or several relationships um, because she was quite ashamed of her past behavior and she thought she was not a good roommate, she was not a good friend, she in fact, she hasn't uh, the right presence. So there was a lot of judgments, a lot of self-judgments. And one day she <laughs> she met again her 
her former schoolmate, roommate. And straight away she apologized about her past behavior, saying to her friend, Oh, I'm so sorry for what I did or didn't do. Didn't do sorry. Um, the, the apartment was a mess because of me and like blah, blah, blah. And the friend, the roommate, say, oh, oh no, that, I, I don't remember that. That's not what I remember from you, but uh, the thing is, um, I missed you, I've been missing you. Yeah. And she also said, but I would have liked to, to get some news from you because you disappeared and I was quite sad and so Kate Johnson wrote that she was surprised and that she understood that what what was most important was um, the presence that she could give she could give to other people and that other people could also um, keep in mind all the good things that she brought in the relationship and not only her mistakes or except you know the kind of things that you <laughs> you judge yourself for um, yeah that was a good story for me to hear because I also escaped from many relationships being ashamed of me and being convinced that whether I would be present or not would, wouldn't change anything and that I should disappear from uh, people's lives. Um, you never know what presence you can bring to others until you experienced their own presence. And with my sensorial experiences, I like to um, to search for the taste, the color, the sound, the texture, um, the landscape that make me feel present and that I want to um, I want to let infuse in me inside of me and maybe to, to bring out then to others. So our presence is, is not just uh, being close to each one in the present moment, physically, etc. But it's a brief, it's, yes, I can show it from time to time. Uh, and you, you know, you can count on me, you can, yeah, you can count on me even if I'm not there all the time, but I think um, what I need and what I try to maybe give to, because that's just what suits me, is um, something reliable. Because <laughs> what I'm most afraid of is um, feeling someone present in them not present anymore for no reason and this is this is uh, still quite hard 
um, far less than before but um, I, I don't really understand what what's happening when when people uh, you know like fly away but I've done it myself so many times that I, I can't judge them and finding your own presence presence finding your own security is also um, allowing others to to be present or to be to be for just the way that suits them um, you know that's always the same story uh, once you stop judging yourself you stop judging the others you, you don't need them you don't need a presence as soon as you bring your own presence in the world you don't feel alone and you can accept the way other people are present and you can escape if you if you feel that you don't want to be close to them and you can come closer when you feel it too and and you know things are always changing moving evolving and that's a that's the perpetual movement of life um, and the second book um, in relationship to presence is um, bewilderment from Richard Powers and this is oh, it's a kind of magic um, I don't want to spoil the book but it's quite it's so full of beauty and sadness at the same time and um, the narrator is, is talking during the whole book about his son um, so this kid is a, an autistic kid um, with OCD um, and of course there, there's much anxiety and troubles anything oh, well if, you, if you're an autistic person you will easily uh, know what I mean and if you read the book <laughs> you will have the joy to recognize yourself in it because it's really well described um, I don't know if, if Powers is an autistic person too but uh, for sure he he wrote um, from an autistic point of view that's for sure and I really appreciated all the descriptions he he made of nature and how he how he tells us about uh, the very sensitive way that the child is wandering at the nature um, and it brings a huge intense presence and you feel the world um, coming into you I don't have the words to describe it because my, my English is poor and because words are, are, are so vain sometimes but 
um, stars, insects, uh, landscapes, stones, ants. Um, everything is in the book and I wanted to to share about it because this kind of writing um, remind us that the world is asking us to be present and feeling the presence of the natural beings around us around us is, is really a so simple and effective way to get in touch with our own presence um, once again it's just a matter of awareness of uh, practice uh, contemplative practice meditation uh, but it's not it's not still <laughs> I remember those pages where oh my god this kid is so is so excited by nature and really you you know what I'm talking about if you have the, the same kind of um, personality you know how enthusiastic you can be about one simple thing and it's you go crazy just with some colors or just with the sound and you're your child you're still a child um, well I think this it's been a really long long episode so I will stop there. Um, just want to make a short meditation practice to finish this session. Till the next time. Inspired by uh, Tishnatan practices around breathing in, breathing out, and saying a sentence with each movement. If you want to join me, closing your eyes, breathing in, I feel the presence of the world inside me, breathing out, I allow myself to bring my presence in the world, breathing in, I feel the presence of the world inside me, breathing out, I bring my presence into this world. Thanks for listening, thanks for subscribing, liking and thanks for your comments and sharings. And I'm looking forward to speaking to you next time about our creative process and about our creative life. Take care. Bye.